you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lawrence with his first pass of the night, but won't get it off. The ball is now out. Brad Allen is there to signal. They call it a fumble. Jacksonville thinks they've retained possession, but Allen says no. It's the Jets' ball. Third down and goal from inside the one. Diving, the ball comes out, but he was over the line, so it is a touchdown. Clock is at all zeros, and that'll be picked off. So that'll look good on the stat sheet. It's fourth down and two, throwing, caught, and the ball then comes out. They had the first down and more, and the next thing you know, it's a turnover. Mm-mm-mm. Al Michaels. With the call on Amazon, the Jacksonville Jaguars go to the Meadowlands and take care of business, moving to 7-8 and eight with a 19-3 win over the New York Jets, who are pretty much out of contention right now after their fourth consecutive loss. Dan Hans is here. It is a... Uh, could be cause for a funeral here uh, with the Jets. But let me say this before we bring in um, the other half of the Hansus cast today. You could also look at it the other way. Thursday night football, December 22nd, 2022, could one day be viewed as a celebration for the Jets. Because let there be no mistake here. The New York Jets are moving on at quarterback as soon as this upcoming next week of games, week 17, and certainly in 2023. And with that said, yes, I am not handling the duties of this game alone. Let's bring him in. His name is Keith. He's Dan's dad. No doubt about it, he's a big Jets fan. What is he going to say about the game today? What is he going to say about the game? All right, welcome, Papa. My dad, Keith Hans, is lifelong Jets fan. Been waiting 53 years and counting to get back to the Super Bowl. And, and Dad, 
It's not happening this year either. And tonight was a, felt like the nail in the coffin for 2022. Yeah, we had some hopes that uh, that if they had some sort of winning streak at the end of the season here, maybe with a little luck, it could have happened. But uh, Zach Wilson and the entire team played very poorly tonight at home again, which they haven't played good at home most of the season. Yeah, I feel, Papa, I feel very, uh, you know, I defended, I've, you know, obviously been gassing up the Jets at times this season, and I've, I've gotten on uh, the various uh, providers of primetime games uh, for not putting the Jets on in primetime. But I don't know. It's just like this is yet another primetime egg that the Jets lay. They are terrible in primetime. This has been going on for years now. And to, to really not show up in this game, uh, it's just depressing. And it's depressing that it's uh, right before Christmas and that stadium, again, filled with Jets fans getting rained on for four quarters. And then for Zach Wilson, and this is, again, I agree with what you just said, that it's not just Zach Wilson. This was a, a poor performance by the Jets. Their defense got outplayed by Trevor Lawrence, and, and we're going to get to the Jaguars, don't worry, for fans that want to hear from the team that feels relevant at this point in terms of the playoff picture. Um But Wilson delivered a performance that I really do think ends his Jets career. The way things set up with Mike White um, coming coming in for Zach Wilson, playing well, going down with an injury, giving Wilson another chance to start, which I'm not sure would have happened if White didn't get hurt. And for Wilson to be highly erratic against the Lions and then just lay an egg that makes you think of those Patriots games earlier this season, get booed out of the building, which always felt like a possibility. Dad, this feels like um, the end for Wilson. How could the Jets ever turn back to him after tonight? I don't see it. I really, I, I think it was a, it was just, he was just lucky that he got, like you said, he got reinserted into the lineup only due to the injury to, uh, you know, um, I can't think of his name. Mike right now. White. A, yeah. Mike White. Mike White just, just, just slipped there. But yeah, it's if it wasn't for that, I don't think we would have seen him. I think Sala kept on saying over and over uh, that we you haven't seen the last of Wilson this year and all this. But I think that was all baloney. This guy, like you said, got a chance to come in here today. And, you know, when they had that fumble recovery and once again, they came out lame. They only got three points. And then after that, you know, the defense was just uh, pathetic, both rushing and passing. Yeah, I, I, I think... You know, he had his opportunity here and he was just I think and this is where you can with Wilson, you could get too far in on burying him. Although as a number two overall pick, he is as bad as any jet quarterback of, of high draft regard has ever been. But I really do think he affects both sides of the, the ball with this particular team. And you could say that's a bad look for the Jets. Um, but I do think the defense, um, you feed off that that negative energy around what's happening with the offense. And and this was kind of like the Zach Wilson showcase game of everything that's wrong with him. Missing open throws, not running when he can run, uh, cutting the ball loose uh, and just throwing it up for grabs, even though there was no reason to do so. Um you know, this is just the type of stuff that you miss, you know, not reading certain plays like the uh, the the blitzer on that first drive after the Quinn and Williams sack and fumble. Um, this is it was all laid out there and laid out there bare. And Chris Strebler uh, comes in uh, and replaces Zach Wilson. And, and we were talking about it. If you follow on Instagram, uh, me and my dad got on at halftime and said there's no reason Zach Wilson should even 
um, return to this game. He's got to be benched. But I think some of it, uh, and he eventually was benched, of course, midway through the third quarter. But some of it, Dad, I think was Salah painted himself into a corner. Uh, and this is where you can get into trouble uh, defending a guy publicly that you don't believe in. And he said, you know, everybody, this is an instant coffee world and everybody wants this kid to, you know, he's going to be a good quarterback. And then he delivers that first half performance and it makes the coach look bad. And it and you could tell the deflating nature it has on the whole team. Yeah, I, you can definitely see that. But in, what, in particular, what you see is, you know, how the teammates, the Jet teammates are so excited when White is in there quarterbacking. You know, they, you know, they're, the, it's a whole different look. The team is you know, much sharper. He reads the defense very quickly. He's got, and he's got a lot of guts the way he plays. And he really won that team over. And, you know, Wilson had, it was in a really badly bad position after that. Uh, But, you know, given a second chance and the way this all went down, I know the weather was bad, but, you know, Lawrence didn't have any trouble, right? Throwing the ball. So that's the key. And that's like, you know, that's the other part. of And this stuff I'm, I was telling it to you yesterday, Dad. In fact, like, I'm sick of talking about the Jets as a sad sack organization that, you know, let's go over the list of all the terrible things that have happened to the Jets and all the things that have gone wrong and all the low lights. Like, you could get kind of caught up in that and, and almost celebrated as a Jets fan. I'm over that. I just want to see this team be good again. But it just seems it's funny how the, the way things work with this organization that, Again, I think Zach Wilson, the clock struck midnight, if you want to call his Cinderella story anything other than actually a horror story. The fact that it happened with Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick in 2021, when he was the number two pick on the field. And Lawrence just looks like a star. I mean, just we we've been talking about this for weeks on ATN now uh, that he just looks like he's a guy that is ready to take the league by storm. And, And at one point when he was you know, putting the Jets away with a second half drive in this game. Um, I was thinking about like, when's the last time you saw a young quarterback that just looks so naturally in command? And it made me think of Andrew Luck in his early Colts days. And it's like, oh yeah, Andrew Luck, who everyone compared Trevor Lawrence to coming out of college as the can't miss prospect. He is the can't miss guy, dad. And it's just such a bummer that Wilson was picked right behind the Jets because of one loss or an upset win, I should say, over the Rams. Things could have been totally different. It's it's tough to live with that, dad, when you know that he could have been yours. And not to mention Justin Fields was taken after uh, Zach Wilson as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just seems like uh, although last year the Jets drafted pretty well, excellent with every, every position except the QB, you know. And if they only would have got that right, and, you know, you can see what, you know, winning seven or this year was nobody even expected that. But we all got so high with them, uh, the way the Jets were playing. And the, the three tough losses before this one were, were really, you know, I think what most Jet fans were still hanging in there to say, hey, look, we have a chance even going down the stretch here. And even Salah kept saying that in his interviews that, hey, look, this team can still do it. But unfortunately, you know. You know, the clock did strike midnight. Yeah, and I think, (laughs) and and now to defend Wilson just a little bit, 
Part of the reason why the Jets have went from seven and four and seven and eight is the offensive line, which is really not good. That's something they need to attack aggressively uh, to shore that up. They also obviously need to get healthy. That would help. The running game has not been the same since Brees Hall went out. I thought Bam Knight gave them a little bit of a, a, a jump start initially when he hit the scene, but he's been very quiet the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, when they do make the move to to put in a new quarterback. They put in Chris Streveler, Streveler, and I I don't even know what the guy looked like. I didn't even, and I, you know, we're hardcore Jets fans. Like, who is this guy? He actually looked like a guy who just busted out of uh, the, the state penitentiary in Trenton. He had a little bit of edge to him. He had arm, arm sleeves of tattoos, and you could see he brought some edge to the offense, moved them in the first drive that ended up stalling in the, in the red zone. Uh, more yards than Wilson did in seven drives. Uh, which, you know, let's spin over to the Jaguars now, Dad, just because uh, Streveler did not get them in the end zone. In fact, man, he has a wide, wide, wide open uh, tie. Was it CJ Uzama um, yes. on a broken play? And if he just hits Uzama in stride or just, you know, hits him upright, he goes at into six. the end zone and it's 16-10 with eight minutes to go or whatever. And that stadium is alive again, 10 minutes to go, maybe just wasn't meant to be. So the Jacks catch a break there. But in general with the Jaguars, we know Lawrence is the real deal now. Um, we know Travis Etienne is a real deal running back. You see that. We know that they have guys that can make plays in the passing game at wide receivers, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, um, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram now, uh, dad has really stepped up. He was a Giants first round pick who never lived up to expectations. He shredded them in this game. Seven catches on eight targets for 113 yards. Every time they needed a big play, it seemed like Ingram was there. Wide open, it appeared most of the time. It, whatever, uh, you know, the Jaguars did a very good job of coaching and figuring out how to uh, go attack the Jets defense because the Jet defense, which has been playing so well, they seemed to know exactly what to do. They were sticking with the run, but when they did pass or when Lawrence ran, it was like easy, right? I mean, it was like no, no sweat. There's just a lot of talent on the team, and it started out very shaky uh, in terms of uh, offensive line play. Uh, on that first possession, the Jets get immediate pressure on Lawrence. Like I said, Quinnen Williams gets the sack fumble, um, but the J Jags defense – uh, a theme all night stands up and they go three and out the Jets. Uh, and then that was it. They gave up a field goal based on a short field turnover by the offense. The only in the game uh, by the Jaguars. Jaguars didn't really have many penalties in this game, uh, playing in rain conditions and wet conditions. Um, uh, the ball got loose a couple times, but it was just that one turnover. This just is a team that's playing very sound football, a team that, obviously now believes and man I would believe too because on the night now that they beat the Jets and moved to seven and eight and that is their third straight win and four out of five uh for the Jags we learned on the same day that Ryan Tannehill is out for the year for the Titans so that team is now laid pretty much bare without their veteran quarterback um and now you have the Jaguars getting the Texans next week, and we don't need to book things, but we will book this one. Um, I feel like you're going to see them take care of business in that game on New Year's Day, and they're going to get uh, to 8-8, eight and eight, and then they have the Titans uh, on the last week of the season. And I just think anybody that's following both of these teams right now, the Titans and the Jags, you know exactly where this appears to be heading, where the Jags are most likely going to win out here, and they're going to... If they do that, they will hit the playoffs on a five-game winning streak, playing a home game with Trevor Lawrence ascending in his second year. So all is well in Jags land. 
And Jetsland, that I gotta say, you know, you know, you come to California with mom and it's a great time. We're having a wonderful time as a family. Um, we watched The Godfather uh, last night. We watched some Christmas movies. Um, mom made her, her, you know, iconic spaghetti and meatballs tonight. So we had that in the third quarter. So things aren't all bad. We got a new puppy uh, that showed up on the scene. The captain uh, or Cap or Cappy for short. Uh, name that because uh, we picked him up from um, the shelter. Uh, the foster mom on the same day, Aaron Judge was named captain. So as bad as the Jets are, Papa, I think uh, there are a lot of reasons uh, to be happy as well during this holiday season. Yeah, like like I said, uh, you know, I think most Jet fans were all disappointed what has happened. But you know what? It's been a pretty good season uh, in terms of, you know, a lot of progressive uh, pr- progress, but a lot of new players that look really good. Uh, and other than the quarterback position, which has been disappointing, you know, and I got to take my hat off to the Jaguars again because, you know, the Jaguars, anytime any NFL team has to go on the road and it's bad weather, and you know what? They had it all together, and you got to give them a lot of credit for the way they played. So. And I know there are a lot of good uh, candidates that for coach of the year, but Doug Peterson, a guy who won a Super Bowl with the Eagles, kind of got run out of town there. The, what he's been able to do to kind of provide them with stability, he makes sense to me, especially if they end up taking this division. And I know Justin's producing right now, and, and we don't need to bring him on mic because he's he sees the freight train coming right now, and I'm just going to give him a little distance to understand that because he knows this, is, this seems like it's the Jags' time in this division which is bad news for the Around the NFL podcast uh, because we had forked. They were one of the teams that we forked, Dad, like when we picked teams about midway through the season that have, in our minds, no chance of making the playoffs. And the Jaguars were one of those teams. And and then the Titans stopped winning, and the Jaguars mostly have stopped losing. So here we are trying to figure out the NFL. Stop, Angelo. (laughs) Exactly, Uh, Doug. So that's it, Dad. I'm trying to spin positive that life is good in general. Being a Jets fan... In December this year is bad, as it's been for many Decembers. But in recent years, it's been all the months, not just this December. And I think as bad as I said, to kind of put a bow on it, what I said at the top of the show. Wilson, there was a scenario here where Mike White stays in the lineup to the end of the season and gives him some up and down play, more up than down, but kind of, you know, a bottom of the league starter or really good backup level play. And then they go into the offseason not quite sure what to do. Mike White's a free agent, Zach Wilson under contract, and maybe they go Band-Aid, ra- Band-Aid route and go get a Andy Dalton-type guy. And ha- We're going to compete. We're going to have Andy Dalton. I'm just using him as a random example, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We're going to have Andy Dalton compete with Zach Wilson uh, in Zach's third year, and we feel like he has a chance to make big strides. We've really liked what we've seen from him in the – uh, summer program. No, I don't think any of that's happening with Zach Wilson. And I think tonight will be remembered as the night the organization turned the page on Zach Wilson. And when they do that, they're going to go get a quarterback, a veteran quarterback in the offseason. And we're going to take this team and we're going to bring back Reese Hall and we're going to bring back this defense with a quarterback that's a professional and look out, Papa. So maybe brighter times ahead. And we needed this loss to spin forward as an organization and a fan base. How about that for a spin, Dad? I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> All right, Dad. Let's. Uh, what are we watching tonight? What are we gonna do? Are we gonna. Uh, we have so many options now. We watch The Godfather. Maybe we'll watch that. Uh, the offer that show on Paramount Plus. That's about yeah, the making that, of The Godfather. 
That's right. That's sort of why we watched The Godfather, which I've seen so many times that, as you know, I knew those lines back and forth. It seems I was going to I was going to say this. It's one of your uh, most well-known uh, traits within the family, not just uh, our family, but the extended family. Your love of The Godfather, which I think is, in some ways uh, is why The Lockfather has come into exist- existence on around the NFL. What is it, Dad, about The Godfather? Because I feel like you sometimes even use it as a compass in life uh, in terms of how to deal with people and business. Uh, is, is there an element to that that that's why you like The Godfather so much? Well, you know, it has the, it has the family aspect of it. Uh, but, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, that, uh, you know, the lines and everything that are and the actors in it make it so special the way it's done. <laughs> but those lines that everyone knows all those short ones that you could fit into situations of I don't care what job you have that will fit and that's what makes it always special I think and that's why a lot of people use those things and what is the line that he says to Fredo that I feel like you've said many times through the years about uh, you know who you should be loyal to what does he say Bob uh, well, and you're loyal, but you know that's well. What Fredo, you should always be. You know, you always got to be loyal to the family. Right. But one never of the ones against I, the family. Yeah, never go against it. What? Don't ever speak up against the family again. Fredo, you're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. <laughs> but you know, one of the you know the the there's so many funny lines in that that I just I can't even think of all the ones that have gone right now but yeah the, the way it rolls i think you, anybody that wa- has watched that movie that they'll say exactly what i'm saying just minutes ago <laughs> all right beautiful all right dad uh thank you for joining uh, joining me tonight dad thank you to everyone for listening to the uh hashtag Hansis cast uh recapping another very disappointing jets loss but in the big picture, maybe it's a win. And for the Jaguars, there's no big picture needed. This is a team that's rolling. Uh, we will be back as a podcast on Saturday, Christmas Eve. We will be doing a um, rundown of the afternoon games, the early and late games. Uh, Saturday, Christmas Eve, you will get a full episode of Around the NFL. Dark on Sunday, we'll be watching the, the games on Christmas Day. And then we'll be back with another mini recap of uh, the Christmas Eve night game and then the three Christmas Day games Monday morning. So a lot of content coming your way. Make sure you check it out. All right, that's it. All right, great being on with you, Dan. Yeah, it was excellent, Dad. I I wish it was under better circumstances, but we've come to expect these things on some level. Yeah, it seems that way. All right, everybody. Uh, Till next time, you know what you got to do. Heed the call. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.